0: Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew starts a new Bible series in the book of James with this message entitled, Pure Joy of Fiery Trials, preached May the 5th, 2013. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to James chapter 1, verse 1. So today we are beginning preaching from the book of James joy in trials now I don't like trials I found out you don't like trials I don't pray for trials I don't enjoy trials but we are going to learn that we rejoice in trials because of the purpose of God behind in bringing us trials whether we like it or not. He has a purpose, he has a design to make you holy, to make you like Jesus Christ and that is the purpose. The epistle of James is one of the general epistles, or called Catholic epistle. There are several general epistles in the New Testament, like the epistles of Peter, and John, and Jude, and the book of Hebrews. They are called general epistles because they are not addressed to a specific church at a specific location. Who is this James? There are several James in the Bible. We believe he is the half-brother of Jesus. Jesus had four half-brothers. James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas. Judas also wrote a general epistle called Jude. James knew Jesus well because he grew up with him in Nazareth. The brothers of Jesus did not believe in him before Christ's resurrection as we read in John chapter 7 you remember they were not present at Christ's crucifixion after his resurrection Jesus appeared personally to James we see the brothers with Mary in the upper room for prayer This tells us they all became believers in Jesus. Paul called James an apostle and a pillar of the Jerusalem church. Paul met with him in his first visit to Jerusalem and in his last visit to Jerusalem. Saint Peter, when he came out of prison, miraculously he told his followers to tell James about his deliverance. He was a very important person at the Jerusalem Council. Jude identifies in his epistle simply as the brother of James. This James was called James the Just he was the pastor of Jerusalem church he was killed in AD 62 high priest Ananias called the judicial council together he charged James with violating the law and he was stoned to death like Saint Stephen was stoned to death This epistle is the earliest New Testament book written in the late 40s AD. This epistle has an emphasis on practical Christian life. James detests and opposes intensely dead orthodoxy. This letter contains a series of exhortations and admonitions. This letter has higher frequency of imperatives than any other New Testament book. James exhorts us with complete authority of God and he wrote this to Jewish Christians former members of Jerusalem church now living outside of Palestine in the diaspora because of persecution that we read in Acts 8 and Acts 11 they were experiencing fiery trials they were mostly poor employed by wicked rich landowners who paid them little and slandered their faith and their Lord and dragged them to court and so on. He calls them brothers, my brothers, my beloved brothers. They are born of God and belong to the one holy family of God. James is a very humble person. He does not call himself an apostle, a pillar of the church, or brother of Jesus Christ. He calls himself a born slave of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the property of God he is owned by God and Jesus he thinks God's thoughts he wills God's will and he feels the way God wants him to feel he has no rights of his own he is a slave of Jesus who emancipated him from slavery to sin and Satan as we read in Romans six, eighteen, and 22 let me tell you to be a slave of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ is a great honor Moses, David, Paul and Peter were all known to be slaves of God friends either one is a slave of Satan or a slave of Jesus there is no third way of neutrality and independence. So let us consider two points. First consider pure joy whenever you fall into diverse kinds of trials. The word consider is a command. It's an imperative, not a suggestion. That's the first imperative you meet in this epistle. He commands us to consider all joy. Pasankaran. Pure joy. Whenever we encounter That word peripipto means fall into. It appears in Luke 10 verse 30. A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he fell into the hands of robbers. Whenever we encounter fall into, suddenly... Unexpectedly, we face various kinds of fiery trials. Friends, for us, there are no accidents. All accidents are God's appointments. We are not to lose our mind when we face trials. We are not to be emotional. We are not to be emotive. We are not to complain and murmur and quarrel. And find fault and rebel against God. We are to lead our mind. The Greek text says to think hard. Us and when we face trials we are to think biblically we are to apply the wisdom of scripture Jesus faced his temptations by thinking scripture he used the sword of the spirit to defeat the devil he declared it is written Adam and Eve failed to think God's word when they were tempted and so they were defeated as we encounter fiery trials of our faith we must make use of our mind guided by the Holy Spirit thinking scripture which reveals to us why for what purpose we are facing this trial trial of loneliness bereavement economic collapse divorce death of the loved ones accidents slander being dragged to court mocking beatings imprisonment what is God's purpose in what is happening to me Nothing can happen to me without God's plan and control. All things must work for my eternal good and my salvation. And so we read in the Heidelberg Catechism question one what is your only comfort in life and in death and some of you may die this year we are talking serious business here so listen carefully what's my only comfort in life and death that I with body and soul both in life and death am not my own but belong unto my faithful savior Jesus Christ who with his precious blood has fully satisfied for all my sins and delivered me from all the power of the devil and so preserves me that without the will of my heavenly father not a hair can fall from my head Yea, that all things must be subservient to my salvation. Wherefore, by his Holy Spirit, he also assures me of eternal life and makes me heartily willing and ready henceforth to live unto him. We must say I am brought to this valley of the shadow of death by my good shepherd Jesus Christ who laid down his life for me and he is with me to comfort me. Every believer must be tested in regard to his faith. No one is exempt from this divine testing of faith by the heat and fire of trials. We all will periodically encounter them. False gospel of health wealth and power says and I call it roto-rooter gospel. It says, receive Jesus, and all your troubles will go down the drain. (laughs) Are you facing bankruptcy? Send me $20. Send me your TV crooked fraud evangelist. $20 a month, sir. And soon you will be rich. You will move into a bigger house friends it's a lie Jesus warned us of trials Matthew 5 blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness for theirs is the kingdom of heaven blessed are you when people insult you persecute you falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me rejoice and be exceedingly glad because great is your reward in heaven and because in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you and in Matthew 24 Jesus said then you'll be handed over to be persecuted and put to death and you'll be hated by all nations because of me Luke 6, Jesus said, Blessed are you when men hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. Rejoice! And in that day leap for joy because great is your reward in heaven. You see he is the brother of Jesus and he is teaching what Jesus taught us. In Luke 16 Jesus says they will put you out of the synagogue in fact a time is coming when anyone who kills you will think he is worshipping God. When we encounter fiery trials friends we are not to murmur. We are to consider all trials pure joy. This is not natural. To look upon trials as reasons for pure joy is not natural. How can we do this? We are able to do this because we are born of the Spirit of God. We have the mind of Christ. We think biblically. We are baptized in the Holy Spirit. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. We have gifts of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit dwells in us, enlightening and empowering us. So we are able to respond to trials supernaturally. When we face trials, Holy Spirit shall come upon us to help us. So we read in Luke chapter 12 when you are brought before synagogues, rulers, and authorities, don't worry. About how you will defend yourselves or what you will say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. Luke 21. But make up your mind not to worry beforehand. How you will defend yourselves. For I will give you words and wisdom. That none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict let's see how it worked in the life of the apostles in Acts chapter 5 verse 41 the apostles were beaten up flogged severely and read Acts 5 verse 41 the apostles left Sanhedrin rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name and Saint Paul was beaten up and thrust into the innermost cell and put his feet in stalks Acts sixteen twenty five. about midnight Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God that is what we do Saint Paul says, First Thessalonians 1 6, you became imitators of us and of the Lord in spite of severe suffering. You welcomed the message with joy given by the Holy Spirit. Second Corinthians 7 4, I have great confidence in you, Paul says. I take pride in you, I am greatly encouraged in all our troubles in all our troubles my joy knows no bounds Ephesians says finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power therefore put on the whole armor of God so that when the day of evil comes you may be able to stand your ground endurance And after you have done everything to stand, Satan wants us to fail in fiery trials. But God wants us to triumph in this testing of faith. Remember Mrs. Job, inspired by Satan, told her husband to curse God and die. But God helped Job to grow in his knowledge of God and worship him through his many trials. By the Holy Spirit's assistance we are able to rejoice in tribulations. Not just endure it stoically. We cannot avoid temptation by prayer either. But prayer helps us to be filled with the Spirit and rejoice in trials and triumph in them. Jesus spoke of rejoicing in trials. So did James, Paul, and Peter. This joy comes not from us, but from the Holy Spirit. So we read Romans 14:17 for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking but righteousness peace and joy in the holy spirit Galatians 5:22 but the fruit of the spirit is love joy and peace and Romans five three Saint Paul says not only so but we also rejoice in our sufferings because we know the purpose of it that suffering produces endurance. Peter said it, the same thing. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him, now you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. And St. Peter tells 1 Peter 4, dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering as though something strange were happening to you if you believe in health and wealth the gospel you would say it is strange but rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ and so on consider friends trials of your faith pure joy through the Holy Ghost because also God is with you When you go through trials, he goes with you. So Isaiah 43 says, Fear not, I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze for I am the Lord your God the Holy One of Israel your Savior the three Hebrew children experienced the trial of their faith in Babylon when they were thrown into the fiery furnace made hotter seven times but then Nebuchadnezzar noticed we put in there three but I see four and one like the son of God when God is with us friends we sing we rejoice supernaturally nothing in all creation is able to separate us from God's love God has destroyed death by the death of Christ and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel so Paul says In 2nd Timothy 1 verse 12. That is why I am suffering as I am. Yet I am not ashamed. Because I know. Whom I have believed. And am convinced. That he is able to guard. That which I have entrusted. To him for that day. I committed my body. And my soul to him. To keep. And he will keep it. Number two, because we know. Because we know the purpose. Because we know. Did you hear that, sir? Because we know, not feel, or because the Lord told me. Because we know. Not because we feel, because we ordered our mind to think hard, think biblically think assisted by the Holy Ghost because we thought biblically to find the purpose of God behind these trials Christians experience all through our lives God's grand eternal purpose for us is not to make us rich and famous and healthy but to make us holy and blameless, that we may enjoy eternal life with the holy God. His purpose is, be ye therefore perfect, even as your heavenly Father is perfect. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Walk before me, and be thou perfect. We read of Noah. He was righteous man, blameless among the people of his generation, and he walked with God friends God is interested in our sanctification and he sanctifies his people and makes them like himself so we know from the word of God that the testing of your faith produces effects accomplishes results in endurance kupomonee Ability to stand under heavy load. God does not want us to remain infants being cared for by everybody. He wants us to grow up and be strong in the Lord to do good works for God's glory and the good of his people. Trials produce endurance staying power, tenacity, stamina, fortitude perseverance testing of faith by hardships exposes the falsity of fake believers temporary Christians who come to church to suck the vitals from the church and go to some other church to suck their vitals they want to be taken care of they want to remain infants I said this testing of faith by hardships exposes falsity of fake believers, temporary Christians and make true believers stronger and stronger and stronger able to carry a heavy load for a long time he's made fit to run the 100 mile ultra marathon of Christian race so we read in Luke 8. Those on the rock are the ones who receive the word with joy. When they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in time of testing, they fall away. Acts 14.22 Paul said to them, we must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. 2 Timothy 3.12 In fact, everybody who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Look at St. Paul and we read... Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings because we know suffering produces perseverance, endurance, endurance, character, character, hope. 2 Corinthians 6, rather, as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way in great endurance, in troubles, hardships, and distress, in beatings imprisonments, riots in hard work, sleepless night and hunger Saint Paul says uh, in 2nd Corinthians 12 to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassingly great revelation there was given me a thorn in my flesh a messenger of Satan to torment me three times I pleaded with the Lord to take away from me this torment but he said to me no friends, we all go through the door of afflictions that produce endurance, which in turn produce proven character, and which in turn produce hope of the glory of God. Paul, like James, says that we know the divine plan. He told us all things work together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose Joseph told his brothers you intended to harm me but God intended to save me and Psalm 105 says God send me to Egypt not you you may recall my sermons on passing the test of faith Friends, because we know the purpose, the divine design, the plan for the trials. It's not happening. It's not accidents. It's not meaningless existence in life. Troubles for us have meaning. Because we know in the Greek know continually that spiritual muscle is developed through the resistance of divinely ordained and controlled adversities.. Not only that, our faith is purified by removing impurities that manifest during the crucible experience. Proverbs 17:3, "The crucible for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the heart. Malachi 3, verse 3, He will sit, God will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. He will purify the Levites and refine them like gold and silver. Friends, Lord Jesus Christ will have a holy people. And so we read, Husband, love your wife just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. To make her holy, cleansing her by washing with water through the word. And to present her to himself a radiant church. Without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish. But holy and blameless. And those who will not preach this holiness, they are fraud. They are not sent by God, they call themselves so. There is no other way to purify our faith and produce in us endurance and character and hope except through trials and adversities. We need endurance. Matthew 10.22 all men will hate you because of me but he who stands firm to the end will be saved so friends do not drop out of God's spiritual exercise program let endurance have its complete work persevere to the end of the program when going gets tough tough people of God keep going to the end by the power of the Holy Spirit softies drop out complaining and finding fault with God they like being infants minister to but not to minister they remain weak willed indulged infants useless to God and to his church they make a mess of things and they want other people to follow and take care of their mess. Look to Jesus when we face fiery trials. Luke twenty two forty four 44, when being in agony, in anguish, he did not drop out. He prayed more earnestly and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. Jesus did not drop out. He persevered in prayer and faced the greatest trial of the crucifixion. Look to Jesus. Hebrews 12. Purposes of trials are two, says James. First, you may have endurance to do good works. For we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. First Corinthians 15:58, therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm, let nothing move you. Always give your souls fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And the second purpose, that you may be mature, not infants. Ephesians 4, 13, until we all reach the unity in the faith, grow up, grow up, pastures are given so that people can be fed by the bread of the word of God so you can eat and grow up be mature until we reach in the faith unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the son of God and become mature attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ that you may be a person of moral integrity like Noah and Job and Joseph and Daniel that you may experience holiness in all aspects of your life a Christian of spiritual balance that you may lack no spiritual virtue having all fruit of the spirit look at how trials brought strength and moral integrity to St. Paul and this is what he said about himself the last letter that we have Second Timothy 4 for I am already being poured out like a drink offering and the time has come for my death my departure I have fought the good fight I have finished the race I have kept the faith Endured to the end now there is in store for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge will award to me on that day and not only to me but also to all who have longed for his appearing friends God disciplines only his children And all discipline is painful at the moment. But later on we read in Hebrews 12. Later on however it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace. For those who have been trained by it. This knowledge enables us in the midst of pain. To consider it pure joy. When we face many trials second Corinthians 6 Paul says sorrowful yet always rejoicing poor yet making many rich having nothing and yet possessing everything there is pain yes we are not ignorant of it yet there is also joy in the holy spirit but bear in mind, God gives us abounding grace to endure trials. And God is able to make all grace to abound to you so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Or we read in Hebrews 4:16, let us then approach... The throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. Trials. And not only that, uh, listen to this, write it down. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has seized you suddenly. That's the idea. Falling into no temptation has ceased you except what is common to man and God is faithful he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear but when you are tempted look at it he will provide a way out watch out for that so that you can stand up under it strong in the faith bearing the burden having done all to stand sir now let me tell you these things listen fiery trials weans us from worldliness that is love for the world fiery trials focuses our minds on heaven on Christ Jesus Stephen saw Jesus standing as he was being stoned to death three fiery trials prepares us for eternity for heaven four fiery trials drive us to bible study prayer, sabbath worship and fellowship number five fiery trials keeps us from conceit, from pride Number six, fiery trials reveal to us our need for being filled with the Holy Ghost. Number seven, fiery trials puts an end to our carnal strength. Number eight, fiery trials point us to the need of divine grace. Number nine, fiery trials develop endurance. Number 10, fiery trials make us perfect, people of moral integrity. Number 11, fiery trials help us to sympathize and minister to others who are suffering. Number 12, fiery trials help us in humility to depend on others' help. Number 13 and last one, fiery trials are occasions for joyful worship of our God who is for us and who is with us and who is our God and our Savior and who never abandons us. Heavenly Father, we pray today help us to have a new understanding of your special love for your people God does not discipline illegitimate children God disciplines his legitimate children and yet O Lord you give us grace you give us Holy Spirit you perfect our character you are with us And you help us, as we experience pain, you also help us to consider fiery trials cause for pure joy. Lord, we we cannot say right now that this is true of us. But by your Holy Spirit, help us to respond to trials in the biblical way. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.